Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All right, Lee. Well, kid, how are you getting on? How's the old lad getting on? Well, how are you now, Ska? You're a legend. Situation. Scarlet for your ma for having you. Leave a bleed now. Your man up the road is some header. Kiss your man. He's bleeding massive. I'm a busy man. Well, be Jesus, tisn't yourself. How are you getting on? Tis myself, Nicola Barden here, and this is the Tis Yourself podcast. And I hope that you're all having a really good day today. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for pressing play on the podcast today and listening to this wee episode. If this is your first time, you're probably a fan of Ryan and you have never heard of this podcast before. And you're like, what the hell is it? Who is your one? And what's this Tis all about? Well, Basically, this podcast is a very casual chat with some famous people, some really influential people, and of course, some really interesting people about their lives, about the career that made them well known, and I suppose about how we came to know them. And it's great fun. And sometimes it's, you know, it gets serious. Sometimes I get it's hilarious. And this episode is definitely on the hilarious side. Well, myself and Ryan oh Jesus, we just laughed and laughed. And (laughs) the whole way through, I came off the call and I was just laughing my head off. I just, yeah, he's such a lovely fella. And we had really, really had good crack. And um, if you just have just a fan of the podcast and this is you just press and play, you're not sure who Ryan is. Well, what's wrong with you? He is one of the stars of Fair City, where he plays Sean. Um, also, he was on Dance with the Stars last year, which most of you will remember. Some of you may know him from TikTok. Um, you may know him from Instagram. You may know him from the Panto. He's playing Ollie, 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 Ollie in the Panto, in the Olympia Panto, of course. Um, and then if you've watched the reason I'm talking to him today, if you watch Celeb Hell Week, which started last Wednesday. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed already. And I only watched one episode. It is the best TV ever. Like, I get to sit there in my PJs, eating, while some watching somebody, like, famous run up a mountain, get dropped into a river, all this kind of stuff. They're, like, having breakdowns that have run up 2,000 steps. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Mm, I don't know if I could do that. As I sit on my couch and you couldn't get me to go to the gym. So <laughs> it is quality viewing. If you've never watched it before, basically what happens is uh, it's there's a civilian version. So it's I think it's had two seasons and it's with the special forces of the Irish Army, the Irish Army Rangers. And what they do is they have a, created a course that people have to go through for like nine months a year to try and become a ranger. And it's the most elite of the Irish Army. And only I think it's 90 percent of people fail who try it. And then they decide to put that on TV. So this time they've decided to do with some celebrities. And so there's people like um, Rory Stories, uh, Jay Carter, Neve Cullen, Valerie Mulcahy, um, Paul Olima. Uh, who else is there? There's so many people. I'm just like Peter Stringer, Andrew Trimble, loads and loads of people. And obviously Ryan Andrews. And so, you know, we're, we've seen him in Fair City where he's, you know, walking around the Hungry Pig or whatever like that. And he's looking suave and stuff. Then we've seen him on Dance with Stars and he's, all up in a sequence. And now we're going to see him in full cadet gear getting 
slag for bringing hair gel in, a scarlet for your wine, and uh, other stuff like that. So it's a really good watch, and you can watch it back on the player if you missed the first episode. But anyways, I'm going to play the chat now, and I will be back to you after this to discuss oh, what you think. So here is my chat with Mr. Ryan Andrews. There she is. There's your one. There's your, there's your man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for this. Looking forward to this. Oh, look, I'm delighted to have you because I was only watching you on my telly last night and uh, you're looking a lot cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot cleaner. What did you think of the show? I actually thought, like, I, I was tweeting about it while I was watching it. I was like, how? How do you do it? How? No way. Because did you ever, like, I watched the show before, the mm. other two seasons, and like, I was a big, big, big fan of it. Mm. And it's the first time, I remember when the producers called and they were like, would you be interested? And normally with things like, say, Dance with the Stars or Panther or anything you do, you always go, it's going to be bad, but it won't be that bad. And then it ended up being like really bad. With this, it was like, this is going to be horrendous before I even went into it. So it was the first time where you know it's going to be horrible. You know it's going to be torturous. But then when you go there, which it's actually 10 times worse than what you saw on camera like here. I like honestly I remember watching the the civilian one or whatever but like these people are usually people who've trained for months in advance and you know they're really prepared and even at that they fall apart very quickly watching you guys and going they've probably only had a few weeks prep and now they're jumping into like out helicopters into the water I die like and as well because this was meant this show was meant to go on I don't know if people know it was meant to go on like filmed a year ago but obviously with all COVID and stuff so they said it was like, say, I'm going to say a year and a half ago, a year ago. Would you be interested? But then we never heard anything else from that. Then it was talking of going happening in January of last year. And I had literally had torn all the ligands in my ankle. And I didn't. And they're like, are you still up for it? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm up for that. Looking back in the now, oh my, I wouldn't have even made it on the boat, like, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had four or five weeks notice, um, which... Wasn't the whole lot, like, but what you try and do is it literally just, like, it literally took over my life because I was like, do you know what? I want to do, like, I'm into, like, taking new experiences, new opportunities, and I don't want to be bad at anything. I'm very competitive, so I put everything into it, and then the first thing we do is jump out of a helicopter. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't prepare for this. And then the next one is towing, like, tires and military stuff up cannons. I'm like, no, where's all my training? (laughs) You know, so nothing could prepare you for the show. But like even the bits that you think you might be able to do, you're watching and you're going, okay, this might be the one thing I might be able to do. There's someone screaming, you fucking useless bastard in your face. Yeah. I'm like, I would turn around and either cry or punch somebody. And that's like a lot of people are saying, and what like genuinely what I'm so, so happy about the show is that everyone really gets the sense of it being real. Mm. And I was like, and a lot of the contestants were kind of looking at it going, we know what we went through. We know it was horrendous and it was 10 times worse than what you probably saw. And I didn't want people to go, no, they, sometimes it typical Irish saying, Jesus, I could have done that. Or, yes. yeah, that's a load of that, you know, where everyone was going, oh my God, this is horrendous. And the thing about Ray, the main DS said mm. that we're used to getting told, well done, you're great, fair play to you. You know, where this was like, you're shit, you're useless, you're worthless. And that that's not a nice thing. You know, even though you think straight away, you think it is a show five minutes into it, when someone is up in your face screaming at you, telling you you're a piece of shit, that's real, you know? Yes. So they, they took over straight away, they did. 
Like to uh, like, and you can't mentally prepare for that unless you get someone to stand beside you in the gym, constantly telling you how crap you are. But like, but that's just how my mom and dad I've brought up with that my whole life. So you're shit, you're shit. No, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm like, I've been training this my whole life. <laughs> They're like, you're such a shit actor. You're such a shit yeah. dancer. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Uh, and I think as well, well, in, in a lot of people, and it's amazing because we filmed this back in May, so. Like, we kind of know what happens and we know kind of how it goes, but we don't know how they're going to show it. Well, yeah. So there's a lot of things that you're looking at it going, oh, no, but, like, the boats, that was like an hour. We were on the boats for an hour. And then Michaela's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, no, we stood there for, like, two hours. And we had, you know, so it's, we're still, we're kind of reliving it, watching it back, which is, it's actually, look, very, very proud to say I, I said yes, first of all, and then um, I took part in it. And that you didn't go home on the first day. Which yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's always a good thing, you know. Because I, I felt so bad thing. for I felt bad for Paul. Like I would be absolutely terrified of that bit of if you're afraid of war, like jumping out of a helicopter into war. I know, and even Eamon, yeah, like such a nice guy, and Paul was great energy. If that's your fear, it doesn't like people are saying. I'm hearing people like like honestly with this show, like no matter what I've done in the past, this is the most. For me personally, talked about show. People are obsessed with it. They're obsessed with people getting hurt and people being shouted at while they're eating a Chinese on a Wednesday. Gone. Oh, that looks very tough. But um, they're saying about, oh, could they not have just jumped? Could they not? Oh, they're, they're not going to drown. But if your fear, whether it's claustrophobia, whether it's heights, whether it's spiders, that was their fears and that was their chance to overcome it or to maybe go, do you know what? This isn't the time to do it. And that's ultimately what happened. Where when I saw that, like I said it in the, the VT. I genuinely thought the task was just standing there because we were there for about 40 minutes. So like I'm there standing going, oh God, this is so tough. This is so tough. I don't think I can stand any longer. And next of all, the, literally the helicopter comes over. I'm like, oh fuck, that's the, that's the event, you know? So, um, but like, great. I was looking at that going, like, let me at it. Like we were first, I was first up, but like they, they were like 18, let's go. And I was like, okay. And you're never going to get these chances again. So, you know, I'm all about like, not regretting something. If I do something like Dance with the Stars, whatever it is, Panto, Fair City, if I do it 100% and it doesn't work out, I can walk away with my head held high. But if I don't give it 100%, it will eat me up inside. And there's a lot of it you can't prepare for. Like, you know, I saw like Rory O'Connor having to hold up the boulder of his head and you can kind of prepare for that. You can hold weights and you can do yeah. stuff. But you cannot prepare for jumping out of a helicopter into No. So I actually, so I thought there would be like, I tried like, in those weeks, I kind of trained specifically for the show. So I was doing a lot of like body weight exercises, meaning holding the press ups, holding the, you know, and even the bars. We had these, the, they were like, they're metal bars. You'll see later on in the series that that becomes very apparent that we have to hold these. It was like Paul, he forgot his bar and they, they gave out to him, right? When you hold that up, like in the gym, if you've done it for a minute, two minutes, you're like, okay, Grant, like we're doing this for 10 minutes. So it was like, even if you're preparing for them, you're, you're not 100%. And then if someone dropped, the, the hard thing was that they mightn't show. If someone made a mistake, they made everyone else be punished oh, while that other no. person watches. No! I know, I know. And then you're going, sorry, guys. And then, don't be talking. Another 10 push-ups. And you're like, oh, my God, stop. Shut up, you know. And it's that thing where they push you against each other and stuff. So that was quite hard as well. And, of course, then you got your hair gel taken away from you. You know, the biggest trauma of all. I was nearly handing him my badge already. I was like, don't take the hair gel, don't take the hair gel. 
And because what that was, I was saying to Michaela, Michaela's like, oh my God, the hair gel. I was like, no, 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 they didn't show. I had my bag packed really well and it was all watertight so he couldn't do anything. So he saw the hair gel and he threw it and she's like, no one's going to know that. But uh, no, very funny, the hair gel. There was a few other things as well. Now there's other stuff that happens in the show that like genuinely were really, really traumatic. Like, and it, it becomes, you know, there's one or two moments in the show that I've never experienced in my life. Mm. So it gets the, yeah, like it gets the, it gets the places, it, they go deep. They, like they said, we're going to get your souls in a couple of hours. And I didn't even know what that sentence mean, like meant. I'm yeah. like, we're going to be in your souls in a couple of hours. I was like, all right, pal, yeah, fair play. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. they get in. And if you're physically strong, they'll get you mentally. Yeah. You know, if you're mentally strong, they'll get you physically if you're both, they'll get you emotionally. And that's where I, I kind of, you know. Oh, so it's the emotional yeah. side they got you on. Emo- yeah, and it's, it's, it's a side that I didn't even, like, so see, even you're preparing, like, mentally, so, like, I, I felt I was so strong going into it mentally, going like, and, but then it was like something, they brought something up, and I was like, whoa, well, okay, didn't expect this. And then when they see a weakness, bang, they jump on it. And that's part of what it's all about. And people are like, oh, they're shouting at you, but they need to break it to build you up. So that's what I was always saying. Allow it to happen. Whatever they're doing, yeah. allow it. Even if they're screaming at you, but I don't know, it's hard even thinking about it now because I'm looking back on, oh my God, why did I say yes to it? Do you look back <laughs> at it now and go like, I can't even remember half of this happening or like, do you remember the trauma of it all? So I remember, like, I'd be kind of, a, I have a mad head, like, I have a mad brain. Like, I remember every single thing that happened to me. So that's the mad thing. So I remember every line, every blink, every movement, everything that was said. But it's funny, you're looking at it, there's 17 other people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that happened then. Oh, my God, I didn't know that they done that. So I'm watching it nearly for the first time like everyone else. Like, mm. oh, I didn't know Peter Stringer had the wrong jacket on. and the, You know, so it was all this stuff. Like, I'm laughing as well. So, like... It's, it is really great looking back on it. And I think everyone, all the, all the recruits, contestants are all gone. You know, to say yes to it was hard. Mm. You know, you're putting yourself out there to make a massive fall of yourself or feel yourself. So, but uh, no, it's, like, it's, it's getting a great reaction. No, it's brilliant. It's such a good show. I love it. Like, I just, I think it's because we can sit on our couches and judge people, despite the fact that we know that we could never do any of it. Like, I know yeah. I'd be on the bus being like, no, I'm going to get sick even before oh. I get there. <laughs> Yeah, and you know the thing as well that so say like if you see something on a show, whether it's I'm going to say whether it's Gogglebox, whether it's First Date, whether it's X Factor, whether it's Britain's Got Talent, Dancing with the Stars, people have, including myself, gone, ah, sure, I could do that. You know, yeah. it's it. I could, but with this show, people are actually going, whoa, I, gee, well, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do that. Like, you know, yeah. and this is only the first episode that you saw on telly was actually only half of day one. Oh, right. Oh, God. So that was all up until about 12 o'clock in the day. So we still had another, so there's still a lot to show of day one. And they, you know, there's a, it's, it's, it's pretty intense and it gets intense and it gets a lot tougher. So, you know, like it's, it's great as well. Like it is, it is really, really great. And it's uh, just great to look at now in the comfort. Yeah. I was going to say now in the comfort, but, like, obviously, you guys are, like, you don't get to sleep very much. You don't get to eat very much. Do you actually no. get to spend any time with the other recruits, like, to get to know them in a non-working capacity as yeah. well as non-recruit? Um, so, say, like, well, no, not in, like, non-recruit. Like, you, like we're, 
we're numbers. So even afterwards, we still are nearly calling each other by the numbers. So you're that regiment. But like to hit on the, the sleep thing, it was we had one hour the first night. Oh, so we were up at four o'clock. We were well the very first day before it started, half three, four in the morning. And obviously you're you're nervous, you're excited the night before you're going to bed at twelve. Yeah, and you're still trying to pack. Then we went through the whole first day. And I don't know what time we went to bed at, but I definitely know there was only one hour of sleep. And you're woken up. That's where you lose me. I'd be like, turn over to bed. Good luck. (laughs) Take me back. They come in and I remember like someone, I think it was 17, Anna was like laughing at me. Like literally they came in, get up, get up. And they're throwing you out. You have 15 minutes to do this. And I said, all right, Grant. Normally I said, right. In my head was like, the snooze button. I said, okay, another five minutes. And then get up, 19, get up. And but yeah, you get this bond of people that so say with the helicopter jump, right? Mm. If you like that happened really quick, if you think about it, to take two people up those flights of stairs, which are so long, they're literally honestly horrendous, getting on a helicopter, going out, jumping in, getting on a boat, that took could have been three, four hours. So then when you go back to the dorm, mm. that bonding of like, well done, you're great, or someone you know, you do get that bond or some people were really down, a helping hand to kind of picking them back up. And that happened to me and I don't know to other people. So you do get to know people very, very well. You get to know what they're about. You get to know, like we had a talk in the show about like our lives. And when you're vulnerable and you haven't eaten and you haven't slept, people are opening up things that they probably never opened up before. So it was it like, Lovely to be a part of that, and we'll always have that as a as a bond, as a team. As I said, we went in as individuals, but very quickly we we all became a team. Was it a different kind of bonding experience than the Dance with the Stars, where you're like you have a lot of time together? You, it's a happy yeah. environment, you know, as opposed to everyone's tired and stressed and just wants to kill each other. <laughs> yeah, like and that's and that's kind of what everyone like. And I think they they made a point was a lot of the people there were very much like leaders in whatever they did, you know. So. There was no lead, you know what I mean? So like we yeah. were all together. So yeah, Dance with the Stars was a thing of like, it was glitz, it was glamour, there was false tan, there was sequence, there was cha-chas, and it was like in front of an audience and there was a different type of like, you were doing it nearly for the show, for everyone, where this was, there was no, we didn't see a camera for the whole time. It was real, it was raw, and it was a different way of like, so say for instance, people could have been like, Peter Surrey Andrew Trimble playing for Ireland, 80,000 people. Mm. There's no one, there's no one watching you here, you know, so there's, there's nowhere to hide as well. So, um, yeah, there definitely was a different kind of vibe um, of getting to know people as well. And it's completely different. There was no tans, there was no, and Laura, actually, Laura Nolan was actually on my season. So we were buddies in it in mm. one and 18. And I remember just looking at her all the time. Like I winked during the show. People were like, why is he, I was winking at her going like, come on, like we've been through this similar before mm. this was that and that was before shit really hit the fan on episode two like and she's like if you wink at me again I'll punch oh, you oh if you wink at me one more time I'm gonna kill you I am going to like literally throw my armband at your face and your helmet and stuff like so like yeah but like and it was great to know people and some people I admired before some people I never met and I think that's what's great about the show you're looking at a number so it's only what the people do on the show that counts it's not about how many medals or how many songs or how many panto or whatever you do it's who you are on that show and I think um, I think people are really going to respect that in a couple of weeks yeah and also the sequence of the tasks you know some people might have said 
sequence. I thought you were going to go back to Dance with the Stars there. It's a no different sequence. See, like, yeah, like sequence. sequence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like the sequence of the tasks means like you did really well in that one, let's say, and you know, he's all yeah. did well in the carry in the pieces. But like the next task could be something that you're not mentally prepared for. But let's say Neve is, or you know, yeah. that kind of way. So people you might have thought. GA fans might have thought Eamon straight through to the final, no problem. Yeah. Yet his what happened to him, his fear was faced really quickly. So that's the thing, I suppose, that all of us have a fear and maybe haven't said it, and then suddenly you have to come yeah. up like they, they say that at the start. It was like the usual I'm a celebrity thing. So we met with the producers, like, so what's your fears? I was like, ah, no fears, you know, like, come on, everyone has a fear. But I'm like, yeah, but if I do, like it's like I'm afraid of spiders, they're gonna put you in like I'm like, so I didn't really tell them, but then they asked me, even the night before, the doctor was like, are you afraid of heights? I was like, no, like I'm like I'm not afraid of heights. But if you put me in an extreme situation of a height, yes, I'm afraid. Like, I'm not like Iron Man, like, are you afraid of water? I'm like, no, I can swim. And even there, like the cold didn't affect me. But the wind chill of the, mm-hmm. I said, when the wind, so I'm saying everything will affect you. But then a fear came up that I didn't know I had. Ah, so this is what the big emotional thing is we have to wait for. There you go. So And then the DSs, whether they showed or not, they weren't expecting it because they were actually kind of going, oh, Jesus, like, okay, that, that wasn't really meant to happen. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, and that kind of came about that. And I said it to them, I was like, throw me up a helicopter, put me in this, do me that. And I was doing it all and something happened and they were like, oh, fuck. You know, like that. So that's, but that's what said, like it's, it's kind of what it is about. It's about what you have inside. It's about what and why you do the show. So mm. some people might have it. Everyone has a different why. And it's how much that why means to you is how long you'll stay in the show. What is the public kind of perception to you like after, after like this show and then Dancing Stars? Like a lot of people would have known you just for Fair City. And then you come out yeah. in these shows and it's completely different audiences younger people that maybe don't know you from TV. Like, do you find you've yeah. got like three, nearly now three sets of fans or four even with the panto? Like you've got people yeah. are for different things. It's funny when like, you might hear, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. like, that's the panto. And next of all, someone over the age of 65 to 70, I'm like, okay, that's Fair City. <laughs> and then like younger kids, I'm like, okay, well that's TikTok. You know, like it's a little bit like in that way. But I think with this, um, already there is a different type of, so say with Dance with the Stars, a, a massive, it was actually, I was quite even going into it, I was a little bit hesitant because I'm like, this is the first time now that people will kind of get to know me. So it's not your man from Fair City, your man, you know, like it's not that, it's, it's now it's Ryan Andrews. And then I kind of, I was just myself, like everyone, just myself and people, or they liked me or they didn't, whatever it was, now they know who I am. So with this show, then it's like, okay, I'm kind of going, you know, Glitz and Glam, Panto, Fair City, this is what I'm about as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not just the show, it's it's the drive and it's the passion behind the person that you see as well. You yeah. know, because they were talking about, um, oh, what was, you know, international rugby players and sporting stars and all this. And then, he, so like, someone said Panto. And I was like, yeah, but if you think about Panto, like, an international rugby can go on for 90 minutes, one show a week or one game a week, and then it's like 15 people around them. Panto, we can do three shows a day, two and a half, two two hours, 45 minutes shows, one hour in between each show. Mm. So 1,200 people each time. So I'm saying everyone has different ways of looking at it. So that was my way of going, well, do you know what? Yes, I'm not an Army Ranger, but I'm also, I have different experiences that I can bring to the show and to the table. And that's kind of what 
um, I think I do. Yeah, well, I think it's good to have every not everyone the same. Like even they have two rugby players, um, three, sorry, barriers as well. So they've got a, they've got that covered. You don't want to just see 15, 18 recruits of rugby players because just that is boring. That's just like yeah, you know you want exactly. to see women doing it. You want to see GA. You want to see actors. You want to see singers like Jake being in there because you're like you're used to being on stage and everything's a bit easy. Come on out yeah. there and show us what you're made of. You know, and that's what, and that's what I think people are interested. Even with it, like as first episodes go with the show, normally the first episodes, whether it's X Factor or whatever type of show reality it is, mm. it takes even say Love Island, like it takes like normally a week, five episodes to really get into it. Where with this. Everyone was hooked on episode one because now they're going, okay, we know who's in it. Now they're going, exactly, what where, what happens to them or when do they go? Or, you know, it's all that type of stuff. But even the girls, and when we were in the show, we were all equal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there was points in the show where, you know, I was kind of saying, and like, this is like, I, I'm being as so complimentary here, but without being um, sexist, me, like, the girls have to live the same weight as the men, right? Yeah. Like, we're, like, I'm 12, 13 stone. There's some girls, eight, nine stone, and we're all lifting the exact same weight. So for me, yeah, against Rory stories and Barry, and like, they're four stone heavier than me as well. So, like, it all affected people. But I got the massive respect for the girls in the way of, like, um, in particular, the weight. If yeah. they were to lift 55 pounds, like some of the girls weighed 60, 70, 80. So that's nearly their full body weight. And they all, they were so strong. They were so great. They they put us, and it's not about girls and boys. It's not about that. I'm just talking in general. That, no, of that's course. I think the respect that they, that they should get from the show as well. Um, and absolutely they do. They're all bosses and they're all incredible at what they do in their own individual careers, but in particular with this show as well. Yeah, of course. Like I know that some of the weights that like a man can carry is not what I would be able to carry. But the fact that they yeah. even they go headstrong and do it, it's incredible. Like to to show even young girls watching it, they're going, they're being treated as equal. It's not a okay, girls yeah. is lighter weight, lads you lift this heavier weight. You know, everybody does the same. And that's and look now there is and there is talk about that. I think um, I read an article about regarding that in the actual Irish Defence Force and the Irish Army Ranger Wing. I don't know no female has ever passed a range of courses. So there, there is talks about that and that's a massive discussion to go forward. Do you take body weight into consideration? Meaning if I'm 12, say if I'm 100 kilos and I lift 80 kilos. So if someone is 50 kilos, they should lift 30 kilos. Meaning yeah. it's all relevant to the body type. So I think that is a discussion going forward. Not for this show, but I actually do yeah. think it's a, yeah. it's a, yeah. Oh, Look at me getting all deep and all, Look at all you. like you Look at me. <laughs> like what other things can you discuss? Afghanistan. Tell me your feelings. <laughs> well, actually, no joke. <laughs> I'm still recovering from my the Ranger course myself, so I don't want to be talking about all that. And also, there's there are, like this is actually mad. Like we did a couple of days down in Cork, you know, and there was something that someone came up about, oh yeah, like something about Afghanistan. And in my head I was like, Yeah, I think I could do that. <laughs> I think I could go to Afghanistan if they need. But I'm like, oh no, get back in your box. I've done like two days. Like, Jesus. I think what am I thinking? Ray's going to give you a call now and be like, right, off you go there. <laughs> I actually have Ray's book here. Hold on. It's literally behind me there. And um, I started reading it. And then the respect we have for those guys is through the roof. Like, And it's only after the show when you get talking to them, you're like, oh my God, they're proper 
heroes. Like they're proper, like they're serving 22 years. You know, it's mm. it's really great. And I think they come off great. And some people are like, oh my God, I can't believe they're allowed to talk like that. <laughs> but most people are actually going, Jesus, the respect. They're some savage, hardy lads. Yeah, well, of course, when they do, when you do something right and they kind of, they won't praise you, but they acknowledge it, then you're like, oh my God, this is a bigger oh, deal. We're all fangirling over them nearly. Like, literally, I think I got a well done. No, I actually didn't. That would be too much of a compliment. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Go on. Or something. Like, and I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, he said, go on. He said, go on to me. You know, and everyone's like, so that is the respect that you get. Like, it's not about, oh, I want to, oh my God, I can't believe they're talking. I want to punch them. They would absolutely kill us. But it yeah. is that respect that they have. And they definitely, definitely got from all of us. Do you walk up to them and be like, you might have 22 years in defense horses, but I have so many years in Fair City. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I've been through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's actually a oh, can I say it? There's a part in there's a part coming up in the show, and uh, yes, yeah, basically they were like, "Are you an actor or a stuntman? Get up, you know." I'm like, "I'm not a stuntman. I'm just an actor." They're like, "Keep going, keep going," you know. And then there's a I get a fair bit of slagging later on, and like like you know, coming up as well. Irish Irish style. You have to get your slagging. Oh, and they're and that's the funny thing is they're really funny, charismatic guys. So they are saying stuff. Even like a lot of people were laughing watching the show. So mm. yes, for like it is funny to us, but Jesus, you don't want to smile. Yeah, because I saw smile. somebody. One of the women was smiling last night. It's like, woman, what that smile on your face? Oh, and that that gets us in trouble as well because. But the, that was the hardest part. If you did something wrong, and like I, I did something wrong at one point, and I was like, okay, look, I'll do the stairs. Mm. I'll get down and do them. And they're like, no, 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 no. Everyone else go down and do the stairs. And you're like, oh, you know, that's that Irish thing of like, I'll take the blame, but don't do anyone else. Sorry, guys. Say about that, you know, and everyone's like, oh, oh, don't do that again. You know. What was it like going back to work then after you finished this? Like going back to Town, back to RTE? Oh, it's so, like, I actually was lucky. I think I had about two or I didn't, I think about three weeks off. And it took me a while, to be honest. I swear to God, I, like, it really took me a while to get back to, like, normal. Mm. Like, it, and, like, genuinely, it's not, like, talking, oh, like, it was so extreme. But it actually was mm. to get back to normal life, to get back to eating. Like, I literally ate, like, a bowl, like literally a bowl of cereal every five minutes. And I was eating with my hands. And I was like a, I was like a, a caveman. Everyone was like, but, yeah, sweating at night. I wasn't sleeping at night. I was jumping up in the middle of the night going, oh, they're coming, they're coming. Like I was, yeah, even thinking about it now, I'm actually sweating. Uh, I love the sea and the sea, like I, plays a big part to this show, right? Mm. I was in the sea every single day. Don't feel the cold. I didn't get into the sea till eight weeks later. Jesus. That's after the show. Trauma. Yeah. Oh, trauma. I post-traumatic stress from it and stuff. Yeah, there were certain things that, and it's, it's yeah, it's, but look, that's they, they explained that they, mm. and they had psychologists and all that at the end of the show to kind of talk through things or some things that happened in the show that we actually needed psychiatrists for as well and I'm going like my family are going did you know I was like I had no idea that this was going to happen I was like if I had I probably wouldn't have said yes to it so it's like it's like a roller coaster. you're just on it and then you just keep going with it but uh, yeah it took a while to get back to normal mm. if, you know but uh, definitely we, we got a lot of life lessons from what we got so much like yeah life lessons of like we have so much more in us 
you know, and there's like admin being organized, being on time. It was brilliant, like really great. Well, after that, it was only a few weeks after that you got engaged, wasn't it? Was that pre-planned or was that I came out of this, no. I survived? <laughs> exactly. It was like, I could, if I can survive that, I can survive an engagement. That, that's what I'm thinking. And there's actually a part in the show that this is actually the first kind of proper interview kind of since doing it really since it's been aired. So it's like, there's a part in the show that that's when I thought about proposing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part that comes up in it and I was kind of going, right, that like, this is really rough. This is horrible. And I, like, I was kind of going, makes you think what you want and what's happening and that was kind of the thing I thought about so uh, yeah but yeah so from engagement as well and really great because as you said you go through something like that it does make you think of what you want to do and that was the first thing so yeah engage now from one misery to another I'm joking Michaela's going to love hearing that I'm, I'm joking I'm joking no, it's, it's, uh, she's like you know, you're not going to use that stupid joke again <laughs> you know but yeah no everything everything's going great now and I said, it's really nice to actually be able to sit there and watch the show as well. Because obviously, there hasn't really been a show like this in the last 18 months. So I think it's, it's everyone is really enjoying it. And it's, it's something, there's no news, there's no COVID. There's, you know, it's just a show that you can see people getting tortured. It's great. Yeah, like even the fact that you're watching it and you don't think of COVID. You're not going, Jesus, where's the mask? Or why is he standing? Because yeah. you're so like going, you're watching most of it behind your hands. That's why you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> It's covering your eyes rather than your mouth. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to touch my face, but Jesus Christ. I remember actually uh, the day before we all had to go and we had to go um, down the cork. We were tested. We were isolated. We were doing all that. And I remember I was the last person. We had to get ECGs, heart scans and all this. But I was the last person. I was number 18. So everyone was on the bus, literally on the bus waiting to go. And I hadn't been seen yet. So the doctors run in. My heart was going 90. I was nervous. And they're like, oh my God, your heart is like even a regular heartbeat. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just around the bus. And I can't miss the bus. And I remember walking out and it was Rory Stories came up and like w- went to shake my hand. And I was like, oh no, elbows. He was like, no, 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 bring it in. You can hug me. I was like, what? Because I, I hadn't hugged anyone in like a year nearly. And I was yeah. like, so Rory Stories was the first person I hugged in a year. Gas. And then we end up having a lot more hugs and tears throughout the show. There's a good bit, good bit of tears coming up. Oh, I do. That's usually when the lack of sleep kicks in and you're starving and everyone's hangry and tired and that's when it, yeah. the emotional side comes in. I do. I will find it weird if I see his hugging because, like, do you notice yourself even watching TV shows and watching a soap or whatever and they kiss or hug, you're like, was this filmed pre-pandemic or are they oh, going out It's the weirdest really? thing. <laughs> It's the weirdest thing ever, even watching Fair City, and I'm in the show, and I'm kind of going, okay, are you allowed? Then I keep telling myself, going, when I, like, say we're sitting in the Hungry Pig, I'm kind of going, are we allowed to have masks off? They're like, yeah, if it's food. I'm like, okay, food. I'm like, I'm on a set. <laughs> in I'm like, this isn't real, but you do definitely think that about people high-fiving and hugging and, you know, all that, and even being close. I'm like, mm, they're not two metres. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it must be so weird for you because this year now, clearly, like between this show, obviously, and, you know, Fair City, last year you were on Dancing Stars, it gets closed down quicker because of COVID. Fair yeah. City's stopped for the first time ever. And the panto streamed online, yeah. everything was completely whirlwind. Yeah? yeah, like I don't know where my job is, what's happening. And this year is the opposite side. It's like I've got lo- loads of exciting things happening. Yeah. And even with Dancing with the Stars, when that ended, like that was mad. Like it was literally the final was cancelled, it was brought forward, then you're going, what is COVID? What are they talking about? Because it was, no one knew it. It wasn't even in Ireland at that point. I had one case yeah. and then it happened. But then the thing was, I took the time 
at the start of kind of the lockdown just for myself because I hadn't had a day off in about nine, eight, nine, ten months with loads of other stuff going on. And I actually, I really actually enjoyed it for that fact of going, wow, to really kind of recharge, relax, you know, all that type of stuff. And then Fair City kind of kicked back on and our stage school, we were able to go outside. So what we did was we just adapted. The panto wasn't able to go ahead. So we said, you know what we'll do? We'll do it online. So in a way, it made us kind of think about things and do things differently, which was a massive, massive challenge. But also really great that we said we kind of came through. And now it's all about recovering it and going, okay, let's get it back to what it was. So kind of looking forward to the next couple of months ahead. Well, even look, we saw Fair City is back four days a week now, I think. And, yeah. you know, that's a big step because at the start, I think it was two or whatever. And, yeah. you know, there was always the fear of going, if somebody comes on, has it, it's going to close down. And the biddies yeah. would not have appreciated that. No. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, you knew, you knew you were in trouble in a lockdown when people were going, Jesus, you wish Fair City was on, wouldn't you? And people are like kind of like the normal of when Fair City wasn't on, everyone was like, oh God, this is serious. This is serious. If you don't see a McCoy's or a Hungry Pig, you know shit has really kind of hit the fan. But I uh, know it's great that that's back and yeah, delighted to be part of it again. And um, I think even with, with doing the Hell Week, it, it does make you really appreciate everything so much more when you're stripped from everything and mm. you're really bare and you've nothing. Even getting tea, even getting coffee, you know, even like the simple things in life really do matter now as well so anything else is just a massive massive bonus as well you kind of have the the actors or the people in the um industry who would have had notions about themselves a little bit before covid who'd be like i wouldn't work on a soap now or a tv drama you know those people they were very quickly would have loved the phone call when first it was one of the first things that came back but the thing about like i always say the most amazing like opportunity i've probably had is Fair City looking back because even now if, you, if you're an actor and you want to be an actor and you want to work consistently Fair City is the longest running soap it's the most consistent kind of a soap is the most consistent acting job there is mm. like people like you could work for a week and you might work for six seven months you know it doesn't stop you and I think what Fair City does is some most incredible actors are on that on that show soap is really hard because it's so quick it's so fast a lot of actors come in and they're actually not able to do it so it's a different mm. type of skill as well but yeah, it's definitely, I think, um, even like I'm actually, I have my script just in front of me. I'm back in filming next week. And I'm already kind of just like, oh, that's like the safe place. Everything is a safe place now. Just once it's not hell week, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's normal. I, I can do this. I'm good at this. Like, yeah. Show us the script there. Let me just have a wee look and see what it is. <laughs> it is indeed, yes. Uh, I actually, to be honest, I haven't looked at it yet. So <laughs> I look, where, yeah. I mean, on Monday, so I, I look at it after this. I hope so. We've only a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. You don't get that much time. It's quick. It's a quick turn. It's quick turnaround. Really, you really quick turnaround. It's so quick. It's so fast that, like, I think the week in advance you get the scripts, whether it's one scene or you might have thirty-five scenes, and that's how uh, that's that quick pace because we might film twenty scenes a day, which is colossal you know Jesus I don't know which I prefer now jumping out of the helicopter or this <laughs> turning yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I'm not too sure um, and even there like looking at that helicopter there last night I was going like oh yeah like I'd love to do that again but you might never like you'll probably never get that chance again and there's some other stuff I think next week we climb a rope ladder up the side of a cargo ship and <laughs> 
that is like we get like on a speedboat kind of going out the side and the rope kind of rope ladder drops and we have to climb that and halfway through you're just like what am I doing like what am I doing so yeah there's a lot of stuff that I think is going to come up that I think we're really going to appreciate it now the being competitive has obviously helped you in that sense because Massively. I'd be like, I'm just diving off here. I don't care. I'm just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> the competitiveness is something that like, I'm so competitive, but it's more with myself. Like, mm. like at the start, I remember we were on the boat. So the boat at the very start and the helicopters were going over. They honestly, we were on those boats for literally about an hour. So we were in the sea, we got onto the boat and we were like, I'm like, okay, look, the water I'm fine with but it was the winds that really kind of chilled us. But I was looking at people going, okay, they're shivering, they're shivering, okay, they're cold, I'm not as cold. And then when we done the assault of like with the dogs and we were a strip, mm. I was hearing people going, <sighs> breathing heavy. I was like, okay, well, I'm not breathing that heavy. But that, I was nearly in com- competition with them. But five minutes later, I'm like, okay, it's not about that. It's about me. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was like that kind of switch. And I think that's kind of a good thing to have is like to be competitive with yourself but to help as many people as you can because the more people around you the further you're going to go and succeed yeah I'm dying to see now who gets through to the end because I loved on the last uh, last year's Civi one I think there was seven or something that got through I think that was one of the best seasons they'd had like all these people who'd actually got through to the end and I was like fair play to them there was a girl on it last year who the three how many last year did the three completed though last I, year I can't remember I, can't, I remember there was I think there was there was one that I think the very first year only one or two completed it. Yeah, the first year they were saying the first year was worse for completion than the second year. There was a few last I think the year. The second year, two. I only think two completed it last year. All I know is there was a girl, no. very start of it, who got onto the, you know, they had to go down on their like a plank position in a, in a stream. It looked like a stream. And she was like, yeah. no. I was like, there's me. That's right there. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm cold. She didn't even have the badge and she gave it in. Yeah. She I don't even think she did. I think they hadn't no. even reached like, you know, where you guys go to check in and put your clothes and stuff. I said that was so <laughs> I remember that because uh it literally five weeks before the show, I was like, okay, it's confirmed now. Mm. I started watching them back, researching kind of and the more and we were we, there was a few of us we knew were doing it. So we kind of set up a group and we kind of said, Here's episode one. And then everyone was like okay, well, I don't think I really want to watch episode two. And we watch episode two and we're like, oh my God, this is getting worse. This actually was nearly getting worse for us. Gone. <laughs> we nearly didn't want to see it. So we actually stopped. We, we didn't, I didn't watch, I watched bits and pieces to see mm. what way they do. But even the, the stairs, right, that you see in the show, they, uh, whether they make a big part of the show or not, I'm not too sure. But even them alone, and that wasn't a task, that was just to get to where you sleep. Yeah, that was so so hard. Like, and you, you hear us anytime you see, watch it in the future. Us coming in from the stairs, you'll see us going <sighs> <laughs> like breathing. So, like, that's what I'm saying. They're all that stuff that, like, that stream. What I'm, I'm trying to get to where you see them. Like, it looks like they're they could have been in that for an hour. Yeah, reason five in the morning. So it's a lot. It's a lot tougher than it, I think it looks. But uh, yeah, I think there's a ninety percent fail rate on this course and only like that 10% or 5% or something actually pass it which is absolutely shocking I know but actually in another way not shocking when you see what you have to do you're like oh well, there you go actually, <laughs> yeah. <it> all. <laughs> I think it's actually fair enough that yeah. Yeah. I will not be trying to sign up to the uh, defence forces that's for sure and I think um, 
I'm trying to think there's there's some other stuff because I, I do love talking about it because they, they say when you leave the show um, to talk about it, it's like counselling, you know, because we kind of got counselled at the end and like throughout, like everyone, like whether you went off first, went off second, third, fourth, whatever it was, you got like counselled. Wow. Counselled, is that a word? Counselling? Counselling, exactly. So then it was that thing of like, they, they say, look, talk about it. And that even like talking to you now, it's actually great to kind of, like not get it off your chest, but to kind of describe it, and you know, it's really, it's really, it's a, it's a lovely thing to be able to kind of talk about. And but um, yeah, I talked about it for a long time, and I say people were so sick of me afterwards. I'd be like, oh, here's the story about the helicopter again, and then the helicopter comes, they're gone. You, you kind of said it was a lot higher. I was like, yeah, no, I, I thought it was. I thought it was like, a, I was explaining it was a hundred foot in the air, and we were thrown off backwards, and all, and we usually just have to step off. So, um, I may have dramatized it just a little bit. You look. You're, it was fair play. You actually survived it, so you can dramatize it all you want because you know they're not airs. <laughs> Nicola, did I survive it? I'm not like you'll see. <laughs> it's that's a fine line. So we'll see how when you say survive. Oh yeah, I'll have to. I can't wait to watch. Come on Wednesday, and I'll be like oh, yeah. five minutes in. I'll be like, oh, there he's gone. Right, so <laughs> there I go. Yeah, survive. Hmm, that's a that's a tough one. But uh, lovely no, it's... survivor. Hmm. It's good to hear though he's got counselling because a lot of those shows, uh, like you know, obviously in Love Island and all that, they're always talking about aftercare, and you just wonder how much aftercare there is. But like a show like this is fucking traumatizing. Like, oh, absolutely. And I'll openly say I I did suffer with kind of a, a post-traumatic stress of like, like it was, I don't know to exactly what extent, but there was mm-hmm. definitely things of like, I wasn't able to get in to the water because like basically I had, I suffered hypothermia on the show. Mm-hmm. That would and, be- and I think I got it twice now. That was off camera. So that like, there wasn't a camera there. And that's what I'm saying. The extremity of, of the show, like getting the hypothermia, off camera so it goes to show you know like it's just as bad off camera than it is on camera and stuff you know um, and I remember like the other recruits had to help and take the clothes off and warm me up and all that type of stuff so you kind of go to those extremes and then it's that thing of like oh well I don't want to feel that again you know and there's a few other things that you go through that you don't want to feel again and sort of see again but now with you know watching it back it's not about good memories if that makes sense as yeah. well we've gotten to the point where you're able to look at it and not be like brought back to that place in a bad way yeah exactly and it's, it's great now that people can see it because you're, you've been talking about it for so long and you're going oh actually and when people are looking at it it goes to show that you are right and you are when I was saying it was really tough and it was crazy and it was mental now it's justified I'm like yeah oh god <laughs> see I told you how bad it was and how rough it was ringing everybody you told afterwards see told you yeah, see, see those steps but there's actually more steps but then I'm nearly justifying I'm like but it was actually harder it was harder yeah <laughs> so we've got a few more episodes of this coming up and then what is happening for you you doing Panto again this year oh yes I am oh yes you are <laughs> yes oh yes I am um, so Panto is thankfully full steam ahead and um, obviously with the government guidelines of like it's oh, in yeah, it's going to be in person and like to even get that because like, look, we streamed it. It was great. But it's all about the audience. It's all about that interaction. So we are doing Ollie Polly and the Beanstalk in the Olympia Panther. We're already literally full steam ahead for that at the moment. Um, and then Fair City is there. Myself and Michaela have a Performing Arts Skills Stage Kids Academy. So 
we teach kids singing, acting, dancing. So that's starting back next week again because that's been closed for a long time. And there's a few other pro- we're planning a wedding as well. So there's like it's it's busy. Come on, right? I'd be saying I have no time, right? And I don't really do that much when I listen to this. I'm like. I've been like, do you want to meet up? I'm like, no, I'm absolutely wrecked. And now I hear what your days are like, I'm like, you lazy bitch. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is, it's like, I kind of turn into a bit of a DS now. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go. Okay, so this, like my planning an organization is like, and something isn't done, I'm like, I'm saying to Michaela, why isn't it done? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you shame, Michaela. <laughs> you shame, you, yeah. So, but that is, um, so yeah, there, there's a lot going on. And I think, which in a great way is, like say last year there was a lot of uncertainty and it was like is it won't it will it happen will it happen where now you're going okay it's a all the stuff you know but it's slightly different so it's that it's a it's a bit of a bit more familiar familiarity this year than last year so which is a lovely thing to have a bit more of a comfort zone and a comfort blanket than last year being like okay is there a panto is there not a panto are we doing it are we not doing it you know so um and then hell week is going to take us right up to october so it's great it's it's, it's a really great time um just very, very proud that I said yes to it. Let alone how the show ends or what way it goes. I'm very proud that I took part and uh, agreed to um, sell my soul. Well, I think anyone who takes part and even in one challenge deserves a bill of bus because like every single thing is terrifying on that. Anyone who thinks, anyone who's listening who's like, I could do that, you're full of crap. Because <laughs> if Mark O'Neill was in the army and he was still shitting himself and Rory Stories is 72 foot tall and he can't do something, come on. We can't. That, and that, that's the thing is like that. There's there's points where, um, I think people are going to sh- surprise people. I think people are going to shock people. What you just said there. So say like Mark was in the army for six years, ex-military, second regiment or whatever he was. Then Paul Olima, people were like, oh my god, Paul, Paul, Paul. Then you might look at Rory, but like there might be, as you said earlier on, some challenges that people excel in. Some people don't. Some people come from the back. Some people drop off. So it, it's very it's very entertaining and it's real life. There's as you said, these challenges that people set out at the start and then someone comes in. You know, it, it's really great and I can't wait for people to see it and I think it's a great thing for RT, for Ireland, for everyone um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm raging this. We have to wait a week to the second episode. Well, I kind of am also glad because afterwards I was like, oh, I need to need five minutes after that because I was like sitting there on the edge of my seat just being like, I can't, I can't. Were you actually, were you actually... Yeah, oh, I was traumatised watching it. I literally was sitting there and I paused it a couple of times as well because I was watching it on the player. And I was like, I tweeted about it and then I was like, okay, right, here's the bit now. Right, I'm okay with And then this stretches. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I can't. Yeah. I'm stripping them. That, I'm, that's me. I'm gone. <laughs> I was just like traumatised. It it's that good though because you are feeling the emotions as someone just watching it. Like you're just going, no. Oh, maybe I could do this. No. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. and so the stripping you it's like that's the thing of like what they say they strip you of who you are of your like so then you actually this is it's weird but it really is true they when they strip you to your boxers and the girls that are boxing on and bras and it's just a number on your arm you become that number mm. like it's so so strange but uh yeah no it's great that you're saying that no it's not great that you're saying how terrible it is but it is great because that's what the show is it's real it's raw and um, I think it only gets worse from here. Well, with that, I look forward to next Wednesday. I can't wait. And I, I will tweet, yes, I will be tweeting you going, you little liar. You said you were going to cry. Where's the crying? <laughs> oh, welcome. Oh, welcome. Yes. 
<coughs> now, whether it does or not, I'm not like that's what and that's what's kind of exciting as well. We don't know what's gonna go. So we're now just like in our audience member as well. So I said here's the special forces ultimate hell week. Woohoo! Yes, looking forward to it. And anyone who wants to get panto tickets, where do they go? What do they do? They go to ticketmaster.ie for the Olympia Panto uh, or olympiapanto.ie and it's Ollie Polly and the Beanstalk myself, James Patrice. I said there's a massive cast from McLean Burke, Michael O'Neill, Aaron McGregor, Rob Vickers, Zoe Tabbitt. It's a huge, huge family show and um, I think that uh, hopefully will be a little bit different than Hell Week. And for the Fair City fans out there, he's on his way back. The script is on his desk. He just hasn't read it yet. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully I'll read it. Hopefully I'll read it by next week. But yeah, look, thank you so much for having me on. It was really great oh, to talk about it. That was great. To get it off my chest. And it was lovely. I had such crack. And also, I'm just like dying to watch it now. You've maybe just like itching to watch it. Send me a preview copy. <laughs> yeah, I want to tell you what happens and I want to tell you all the different tasks and all, but I said we'll keep that for a uh, we'll few Yes, you can message me afterwards when they've aired on telly and I'll be like, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, thank you so much. Really appreciate it, your time and everything on them. Hopefully, uh, yeah, give us a tweet when let me know when you can get the next one. All right, good luck. Lovely chat to you, Ryan. Talk to you soon. See you later. Good luck. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, lads, I wasn't lying, was I, when I said we had the crack? We really did. <laughs> I would say the neighbours when I was recording this and his neighbours were probably like, why are they yelling like stuff like that? Really cruel things at each other, you know, when I was like, oh, you're a terrible actor. Um, that was me being the DS, of course. I'm not saying that he is. He's a great actor and obviously a great addition to Carrickstown. Delighted to hear he's coming back now in the next couple of weeks. So you have to stay tuned for that. Um, and I am dying to see what these emotional episodes are with Ryan on, you know, Hell Week because, as he said, you know, there's people who can do the physical but they get you mentally and the other way around. And I'm just like thinking if they would have got me physically, mentally and emotionally within four and a half minutes, I'd say I'd be on the bus and someone would play a song and I'd be gone. I'd be in tears. I'm like, I can't do it. And then they're like, down off the bus, like, I can't. So, uh, yeah, as you probably learned from that, I am not the fittest person. But... He is doing a great job and dying to see two down how many more will go on Wednesday. So tune in to that. It's on RT1, 9.35 Wednesday. And obviously you can catch up, as I mentioned, on the player. Now, if you're here listening to Ryan's episode and you've never listened to this podcast before and you're a Fair City fan, well, McLean Burke, actually a Panto fan as well because obviously he's in the Panto as well. McLean Burke, who plays Damien, he is one of the episodes I've done previously and currently holds the title for most listened to episode so far on this podcast. Challenge to Ryan. Can you get more listens than McLean? Could we have two Fair City people at the top? of the podcast charts. Who can topple Matt Cardle? He's in second place. Simon Harris is coming for him. He's in third place. Then we've got Adele Lynch from Bewitched in fourth and in fifth place Montana Brown from Love Island. Obviously some other brilliant episodes but it's like it's really funny seeing you'd put up ones like um, or Jimitty I had from Breaking Bad and I thought he'd be straight to the top and yet First City is beating Breaking Bad. So if you're a Breaking Bad fan and you can't believe it go do something about it or if you're a uh, Fair City fan, you're like, hell to the yes, go and have a listen. Anyway, I'm not going to spend all your rest of your day going like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. You know, you hear that in every podcast and it's the same. You know, if you like, do listen, uh, do hit those buttons. And I'm here every single Saturday morning. So tune back in for another episode next Saturday with somebody who, if you are a YouTube fan or TikTok, you might be interested in. I'll say no more. 
I'm going to go off and enjoy my, my weekend. I hope you do the same. Slong of all. Good luck, good luck, good luck. Bye.